Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I am joined in studio by the lovely Molly Williams. Hello. Hi, Sarah. How are you? (laughs) Good, good. So we've already seen each other today on our run. Yes, and we were careful not to talk about certain topics so that we could talk about them now. Yes, keep them fresh. That's right. Fresh for the podcast. Yeah, so today's podcast, I'm going to say up front that we were supposed to have um, a couple guests and one of them couldn't make it. So we're improvising and it's going to be you and me and eventually when we get to quote the the true part of the podcast we'll talk about our thoughts as we embark on marathon training yes so yes coming up coming up starting on sunday theoretically i think yes yes that is less than a week away (laughs) that's very good math it being wednesday (laughs) and all yep 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 so but before that i mean so i think we need to start with um some a sad topic, which yeah. is the um, Manchester bombings, bombing, and um, the act of terrorism, and At that the Ariana Grande concert. Yeah. Ariana Grande concert. I have to say, you know, any act of terrorism is senseless and deeply disturbing. But mm-hmm. this one um, really kind of um, affected me a little more deeply because I had been to Ariana Grande concert in Seattle just yeah. two months ago with my eleven-year-olds. So just mm-hmm. you know hearing about the parents frantically seeking their kids, getting separated from them, the parents who are waiting outside, who it I turns know. out ended up, because I saw people like that. There were the people ahead of us going through the sec- security. You know, it was a mom dropping off her kids, her teenage kids or you know, preteen, you know, oh, asking the security guard, what time should I be back? Where can I meet them? You know, and it's just, mm-hmm. oh, heartbreaking yeah and you know how joyful it was to be there and that's that's a, a, i mean feeling of you know support and uh you know power for kids and girls and you know oh, all I those know. good you, messages you think about it, it was probably a lot of those kids first concert just like yeah. it was my twins first concert and that i just think about when john you know as we were walking back to our hotel very short walk he said mom this is the best m- night of my life right and i think there must have been you know thousands of little johns you I know, know. And just thinking the same thing, and it's just shattered almost literally in an instant. Yeah. You know, they think that the terrorists may have been targeting women and girls. I know. Yeah. I know. And and they're debating whether they chose Ariana Grande on purpose, not just because of, you know, knowing that there'd be a lot of girls yeah. there. And also the message, again, of, the message. of women empowerment, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's very, very tragic. Women have been persecuted for forever, of course, and mm-hmm. uh, continuing to gain power in their own voice and um nothing will stop that yep yep amen Miles. we'll continue to go on um, yeah but, um, yeah our hearts break for everyone yeah oh my goodness so um yeah so we are sending out um uh, we're definitely there we're holding those people affected by it uh mm-hmm. close in our hearts yeah so yeah yeah so, um, so you're going to be making a Melissa Clark dinner tonight. Thanks. Oh, yeah. I took a picture of the recipe because um, I haven't gotten the book yet. Oh, it looks lovely. Yeah. And you've the talked black bean me, skillet. Yeah. And you've talked me through the jalapeno peppers. So I'm going to try it. <laughs> and if I end up with two red eyes tomorrow, it's right. going to be you to blame. <laughs> going to she, come over like Sarah, a zombie. Sarah tells me I don't need the gloves. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to use the gloves. I'm just going to be very careful. Because I told you, I used to be so frightened of jalape- cutting up jalapeno I was going to do it with it you're like oh no 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 <laughs> it does make all the difference and last night i um did a kimchi grain bowl from that um cookbook from dinner changing the game and i minced up garlic and or not garlic a uh, uh ginger i did not use minced ginger from a jar no i minced mm-hmm. it myself and i was like oh i'm not mincing it finely enough i'm like this is good enough but you did the ginger with uh the run fast eat slow recipes you because she uses a lot of ginger. Do, but I'm not sure I've ever cooked any, like with the ginger, the one recipe that jumps out of my mind from that cookbook is the one, the smoothie. And so I just yeah. have to peel it. 
Well, oh, but and it also goes it in. into the bone broth and um, stir fries. You haven't used it in any of that? I have. I did the bone broth, but, but I just, just put, put a in hunk big of chunks. it. Well, okay, how about stir fries? No? No, I haven't done stir you fries. Know, I've, I'm, I've used I'm, quite a bit of Miss Ginger. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not much for stir fries. As much as I um, love bowls, I'm not a stir fry person. Okay. Um, mainly because I am not a cook off the top of my head type of person. I'm not just like, oh, throw in a bit of this, throw in a bit of that. Like, no. I need a recipe. Yeah, I'm not either. Oh, okay, good. I yeah. sometimes feel I'm um I'm on you know in the minority in the small minority for not cooking off the top of my head. I don't know, but you know, uh, I also think you can add too much flavor to things. Like mm. I oftentimes think if you you know like chicken with salt and pepper and maybe some lemon, I think that's a, a nice dish. Uh-huh. I don't think it needs much. Right. Sometimes right. you uh-huh. know you add a bunch of things and you sort of lose the flavors of the other foods. But. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, yeah, and I'm going to, speaking of chicken, I'm going to use my instant pot again. Mm. I'm going to, I have a um, chicken carcass that I'm going to pick the meat off of and throw that on in there. And I'm just going to Google a recipe, you know, like instant pot bone broth chicken or something Mm. like that. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. You, you tell me. And it's going to be quick. And then you're going to have chicken soup. And, and then where are you going to do rice or oh. bread with your soup? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely. Well, I do. When I do chicken soup, I use noodles in the soup. And then I serve bread and salad alongside of it. Very yeah. good. Yeah. So, and I might just freeze it because, you know, I got a couple meals planned already. Oh, so I might yeah. get ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, even though I'm going out of town, going to be in Bend this weekend with the family for our annual trip to Happy Girls. Oh, uh, Bend. nice. I'm seeing that race, I believe, for the fifth year in a row. So pretty there. It is so pretty. And I think the weather's going to finally be good. Good. Yes, because we... Hope it's not too hot. Well, we are right near... They have looked. a really amazing uh, swimming pool complex, like mm-hmm. indoor pool, outdoor, like all sorts of things that Daphne's been to. And she's, she gives it raves. And so we're staying in an Airbnb that's right near it. Nice. So I'm kind of excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm, of course, my kids will gripe if it's too sunny, but because uh, <laughs> yeah. they're Oregonians. Uh, <laughs> and then I get back from that on Monday. And then Tuesday night, I fly on a red eye to go to Maryland and D.C. because I am emceeing the Zuma Annapolis race. Awesome. With yes. your good buddy. Wait, well, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to see my best friend from high school for two days. And then Phoebe, a longtime bammer, is coming down from New Hampshire. So she and I are going to um, stay one night in D.C. after the race. Because oh, I've, fun. I've never, every time, I go out to, to the Annapolis race all the time and I never sightsee. And I'm like, I want to go to the National Gallery and the well, Smithsonian. You need to get tickets for the African American Museum. Oh, I've heard that's fantastic. Yeah, and it's hard to get into. So you should get okay. those ahead of time. Get online. Yeah, my parents, uh, no, was it my parents that got to go or was... Somebody was telling me about it. I think maybe oh. it was my parents that were telling me about it. It wasn't and Sharon, was it? Oh, maybe it was Sharon. Yeah. yeah. Somebody was telling us about it. And I was like, oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Good, good. And you have had a visitor in town, speaking of yeah, best friends. Yeah, uh-huh. my best friend from high Well, actually, middle junior high school uh, came out to visit. We met in seventh grade um, because we shared a locker. So we were in. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So we were in the same homeroom. So it the town I grew up in is a really small town. It only had it's one elementary school, um, one Okay, one elementary school and one high school and one and junior high school. I love how you're so waffling between middle school and junior high school because you and I are of the era yeah. that you called it junior <laughs> high school. And that has been just struck from our lexicon. It yeah. is middle school all the way. Exactly. And, and you're right. I was struggling with it because we just had seventh and eighth grade for Same, junior oh, high yeah, school. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That was junior high, junior school, high school, seventh and eighth. And now it's all about six, seven and eight right. middle school. No. Yeah. So... <laughs> Our town had one elementary school, and then you would go to junior high school. But the junior high school then merged with about three or four surrounding towns. Oh. So then we all came in together. So we got to know all these new kids. And then we then we all then went to the same high school. So you, wow. Yeah, it's small. How far would you have to bus? Um, pretty far. I mean, some kids maybe had 45 minutes to get oh, in. okay. But, you know, not a lot of traffic. It's just big country area. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we didn't know each other until junior high school we met in homeroom because her last name is messmore and my last name is mcwilliams mm-hmm. so and because, yes careful listeners molly's name is molly mcwilliams williams <laughs> <Yeah. 
<laughs> so we were in the M classroom, and we were both really tall for our age. Now, Jenny is now six foot. I'm only five seven and maybe more like five six at this point. But, uh, but because we were both tall girls, we kind of saw each other across the crowd. <laughs> From across and, the room, yeah, your eyes met. <laughs> and, and made made a connection. And then we, we sh- shared a locker. And then we've been best friends ever since. And did you all choose to share a locker, or were you just randomly assigned? No, we cho- chose to. From oh, home nice. we're like, okay. oh, let's share a locker. Yeah, we're the tall girls. Yeah. <laughs> But we had a good time. And speaking of Airbnbs, we stayed at an Airbnb, two Airbnbs in um, um, Bellingham. Bellingham. Bellingham, yes. One was kind of a treehouse thing. Oh, no way. You did not tell me this. Well, see, I saved it. Oh. <laughs> Here, let me take out this nugget that I saved for you, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 was, it was really cool. So there's a, a park, Chinook Mountain. I probably got it wrong. That's maybe not exactly what it's called. Something like that. <laughs> That's not what it's called. But it's this park area along the sound or the Okay, the and just ocean to there. folks who don't know their Pacific Northwest, Bellingham is north of Seattle. It is between Seattle and Canada, and it is on the water. Yes. Yeah, I could see you looking, like trying to visualize the map, I, see if I was being accurate. I'm, I'm showing people with my hands. <laughs> right. It's not really working very well. So if you, okay, so we're north. Anyway, we're on the water. Uh, and it was this uh, house that was really kind of tucked back in the woods. So we had to like go up this really steep driveway uh-huh. and, you know, I had to park next to a, a wood pile. And we're like, how the hell are we, heck are we going to back up out of this thing? And then we had to like figure out how to get to the house. And it was kind of like these stone steps going up. And we're like, yeah, this is not very, you know, friendly for older people. And stuff. But anyway, we, we got there. <laughs> And they'd made this studio that overlooked the water. It was absolutely beautiful, just all glassed in. And it was just gorgeous. But it was literally that room with a couch. Oh, no, it didn't even have any bed? The couch pulled out to a bed. Oh. oh. (laughs) But that was it. So we had to use the bathroom in the main house, which was to go up some stairs to the main house. And they just left the door unlocked. And then you would go use it there. And So I have to ask then, when you had to pee in the middle of the night, did you go into the house or did you just go out, cop a squat outside? We'll just say I went to the house. Well, let's just leave it at that because how how, how inappropriate would that be to be peeing next to somebody's little little loft, right? I mean, I mean you like could right Im- outside to the left of the door. Yeah. I mean, how inappropriate you, would that be? You can imagine that with all the the rain, nobody would really smell anything, or and, and you know, no harm, no foul. But if that would happen repeatedly, that might really be a problem. So we'll just say that I went up the steps in the dark to the house to to, to take care of that. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, it was it was gorgeous, but we, so they have this pull out couch, which was not super comfortable. Oh, I bet. And um, like I said, Jenny's six foot tall, so I'd taken along an air mattress for myself. So wow, I, look at you, yeah. crafty woman. So I slept on an air mat on the floor. And, Brilliant. But between the air mat and and the bed, the couch, there was zero room in that. Like like we're like <laughs> shimmying around to like get our stuff. But anyway, it was it was it was beautiful, and they had a nice hot tub, and we had a really oh. nice time there. And then the next, so we stayed there two days, and then the next two days we were on Lake Shamish which is just a little bit south of Bellingham. Did she say that correctly? Yeah. Okay, good. He's okay. nodding. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. And Because uh, uh, oh, Alex's girlfriend grew up in Bellingham. It is gorgeous. I love Lost Bellingham. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I, I would have loved to have gone swimming in Lake Shamish. It was just the water was still just a little cold with the change in the weather. But we had this beautiful day. And then we went out in the dock and, you know, watched people on the water. Oh, and, fun. Yeah, really, really pretty. Nice hiking around there. We went to some parks. We did some other things. Did a lot of drinking. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Getting ready for marathon training. Didn't do hardly any running, but a lot of drinking. <laughs> a lot of eating. We had a good time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And Bellingham is where Lucy, who was on the podcast uh, maybe a month ago, where she'll be in college starting the fall. Right. And that was uh, the reason we ended up going to Bellingham is that Jenny's daughter actually looked at Western Washington as a place to go to school. She's from Ohio. Ultimately, she chose to go to uh, a school in Nashville. Um, but Jenny was originally going to take this trip with her daughter and then her daughter had to work and she'd already decided about school. So at the last mm-hmm. minute, then I got to go along on the trip nice. with her. So, yeah, so it worked out really well. So we did go to Western Washington, looked at the university. Beautiful. I mean, honestly, I could live in Bellingham. It is just really, really pretty. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Got to check okay, out. We'll uh, have to check into that for our retirement. It yeah. will never come, but <laughs> <laughs> we can always dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at houses today. I said, I said, oh, I could live in this nice one with the porch. That little ranch 
are that's good for you, Sarah. Yeah, that, you can be over there, crumbling you're, down ranch. But then we spied by. a uh, two houses away from that. We spied a um, ranch duplex, and mm-hmm. so we decided that maybe that would be the thing we would buy it, fix it up, and you'd live in one, and I'd live in the other. Yeah, I, I could use your Instapot. That way, I don't have to buy one. Right, and you could borrow my Melissa Clark yeah, cookbook. That's right. <laughs> I'll cut the jalapenos for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> You'll mince if, the garlic for me. I wonder it? if our husbands would divorce us and be like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and we had a um, fruitful um, morning of change. Yes. Uh, we yes. Uh huh. So each of us found a quarter. You found a dime. Uh-huh. I found three pennies. Yep. 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 And I had an eye watering morning. Do you ever have those mornings where oh your my eyes gosh. just water, 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 water? I would have found those pennies if my eyes hadn't been watered so much. Because, <laughs> like, at least one or two of those pennies I really should have seen. You did. You ran. I saw your yeah. foot, like, go right next to the penny. I'm like, how? And I, I said, Penny, you're running over it. <laughs> um, well, that's interesting. We have talked about on our runs, we've talked about that. My eyes tend to water at the very beginning beginning of a run and then mm-hmm. not again that's the contacts i have to wear contacts oh, and okay. also then that affects the way i see because now i can't see anything anymore oh because i'm old oh <laughs> <laughs> but they're for distance aren't they or no uh yeah so i can't see anything close up so oh so mm. with my progressive bifocals on now see, mm. i can mm-hmm. and without my glasses i can see close up but like to see my feet with the contacts in they're blurry I would do better without context to see at my feet. Oh, interesting. It's hard to see close up. Wow. Okay. I'm okay. pretty. But I wonder, uh, you you have um, veterinary training. So what do you think the eye watering is due to? Do you think it's like the same way why your nose runs when you're running? Like it's like sweat from your eyes and sweat from your nose? I think it has something to do with the air temperature or oh. something because there are times like in the cold weather, it seems to happen more than the, oh, warm, definitely. the warm weather. So I think it has something to do with that. Now, a lot of people as they get older have more eye watering, but I don't really have like that in other times of the day. I do sometimes when I'm uh, reclining to watch TV in the evening. Well, you're much older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> One year and two weeks, three weeks, <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> so, yeah, so maybe tweet tweet me uh, at SBS on the run if your eyes water and if you have a solution for, or just a, if you seem to know why. Um, and is it really just sweat from your eyes? <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Yeah, no. So, okay, so there were other things that we were like, oh, we got to save it for the podcast, got to save it for the podcast. And now do you remember any of them? Oh, I was going to tell you about my dog. This is not that an interesting of a story, but uh, we, I was, you know, gone with Jenny for a few days. I get back. I'm like, tag, the dog's looking fat. <laughs> I mean, he's a lab, so they always kind of look fat. <laughs> and John was saying, uh, and he was just laying around, which he kind of is a lazy dog, but John was saying how he wasn't begging for food like he normally does and he wasn't so excited to eat and i'm like huh well i changed his diet maybe he's just more satisfied maybe he's getting older so this morning i got up and the dog goes running downstairs and i'm listening i'm like what the heck he was down in the basement he'd gotten into his bag of food where we keep the extra food and it's like half gone so he has been eating the whole bag of food while i've been gone now i know why he's not so hungry He's like my kids, the way they you know, sneak in uh, yeah. crunchy Cheetos, flaming hot Cheetos, and keep them up in their room. So Yeah, so we'll see if his appetite improves a little bit now that I've taken the remainder of the food and I put it up high. I thought you were going to say it was because you suspect that he ate a rat that your cat caught. Well, that's the other thing. So, we, we, yeah, so I leave on vacation and John sends me a picture of the cat catching a rat and... Oh, that's great. I'm glad he caught the rat. So then later I said, well, what'd you do with the rat? He's like, oh, I don't know. It just, I didn't see it. And I'm like, well, the dog probably ate it. And then we got home and the dog was having these terrible farts. And I'm like, those are totally rat farts. So I think it was a combination of Hashtag rat farts. Rat farts and half a do- bag of dog food farts. Anyway. Oh my goodness. So and speaking of animals, we had an encounter last week. It was just last week, right? That suddenly we're up running and suddenly... Like, like out of nowhere, out of nowhere, there is suddenly a very healthy looking coyote. Mm-hmm. And I just exclaimed, oh, my God. 
and and you're telling some story and it was honestly like two or three seconds and you go a coyote and i said that's why i said oh my god and then i got i proceeded to try to get pictures of it why you know i'm trying to get my phone out focus my phone it's all just trotting block after block after block i'm like give it up you're like i'm gonna get it i'm get it and who did you send the picture to you sent it to someone did you send it to no i showed the kids i showed the kids and they're like yeah mom there's nothing in that picture it's like your ufo picture your sasquatch yeah there it is yeah yeah i'd have to say when you go for looking for sasquatch as you are want to do in the Mm -hmm. summer maybe have your phone out and open yeah right right um yeah but then suddenly a police officer and a cruiser was right next to us and you're like oh are you you know tailing the the coyote and he's like nope I'm like, are you providing protection for women runners? Nope. <laughs> and I forget what I think. He, I don't know. Maybe it's just doing his rounds or something. But, but it was the coyote was really big mm-hmm. and really had a beautiful coat. Yeah, he, he looked like a small German Shepherd, didn't he? He sure did. But he was definitely a coyote. Yeah, and he wasn't. He wasn't super scared of us. I mean, he trotted off, but oh, he, as, I he mean, wasn't please. I've darting never, off. I've never seen a coyote in this town be scared of people. No, and I was telling you earlier, I have a client who's a very small woman, mm-hmm. and um, she was walking her dog on the outskirts of Portland, and um, she's like, oh, look at the the dog in the bushes there. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the coyote jumped out and grabbed her dog, but it was on a leash, and she grabs the dog out of the coyote's mouth and must have just stunned the coyote. <laughs> And then she grabs her dog and she's walking off and the coyote was tailing her. Oh, my gosh. And a car stopped and said, hey, do you know there's this coyote behind you? She's like, yeah, I'm trying to get home. So then they stayed and honked then, then or something. That, no, no, no. You yeah. told me that the, then the car drove next to the woman until she got home. I'm like, oh, why didn't she get yeah. in the car? And, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then she told me another time it was just trailing her by, by herself. Oh, yeah. It, it's got her number. Yeah. Yeah. And she is, like I said, not a big woman. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, she's bigger than a rabbit. <laughs> but not by much. But not by much. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. She need, I told her to get some mace. I mean, or something. Something. Or some yeah. something noisy, you know, start yelling or something. Well, or carry, like, a couple rocks in her, like, in a pocket or, fan, like, in her bullet caprice, put a couple rocks. She, well, or... she's she's not running. Yeah, she's oh. she's an older woman. Oh, but, okay. So but in I, a pocket. I think, yeah. Well, she, yeah, she has. Yeah, she's got lots of pockets. Or carry a big stick. Yeah, walks off like she needs big mace. Stick. She needs mace. She needs pepper spray. Did I ever tell you my mountain goat? I told you my mountain goat pepper spray story. Might as well tell it again. <laughs> <laughs> so the fa- the family uh, we were all in Glacier, and we were doing this National really park. yes uh-huh. Glacier National Park. We're doing this really beautiful hike. Uh, so you go take a boat across the lake and then you walk across a little isthmus and you go across another lake and then you i love how you just slip the term isthmus in there that was (laughs) slick molly that you got some serious props for that It's a word. It's I, I love word. it. I adore the word isthmus because I think I say it must be my lucky day. <laughs> oh, brother! <laughs> so anyway, go up on this ridge, and uh, so you go out. Go out to this glacier. So and it's beautiful, and you're looking down this valley, and you go out to this glacier. So we get out out towards the end, and we're looking at some some snow, and we're like, well, that must be the glacier. That must be the glacier. And so, you know, we were all tired. And so we stopped, you know, we took pictures and we turned out. I'll tell the rest of the story later, but in a second. But turns out that wasn't the glacier. We had to, like, go up over a ridge. Like, we had, you know, another 50 feet to go and we would have seen the glacier. And we totally missed it. Nice. We did not see the glacier. We did not get the money shot. It was like, yeah, just right. Yeah. But anyway, we Close, know, but no glacier. We didn't know that till later. We were looking at people's pictures like, oh, that's what we saw. We saw that snowbank. It was a pretty snowbank. And here we are from the Northwest. We should know glacier right but anyway whatever so we're, we're hiking back and we see these um mountain goats yes they were not big horn sheep they were mountain goats and they were up to our left on the trail as we're hiking back and uh oh you know it's pretty taking pictures we're going along and they're coming they're ahead of us and they're coming down onto the uh towards the trail but they're still up above but then the ram was on the trail mm. So we stop and, um, you know, we're making noise and we're waiting for them to go. They are paying zero attention to us. <laughs> but eventually the herd heads up the hill, but the ram heads down the hill. So we mm. have to go between them. Mm. But they're all pretty far apart. So we start walking. And as we start to kind of head towards the herd, the ram turns around mm. and he's looking at us. Mm. And I'm in, the, I'm in the lead and... Two of my girls are with me, and one's back with John. I can't at this point remember who was with who, but John was back behind us, my husband. And I see the ram looking at us, and we're all standing there. 
And I'm like, okay, you know, what do we do? And I'm just, we're just standing there. I've got my bear spray out because oh. I, I always take bear spray with wow, me. Too. When I find Bigfoot, there will be no funny business because I'm going to have my bear spray. <laughs> I don't know if people saw the Bigfoot story. I won't go into it now. That was recently in the news, but that ain't going to happen to me. Yeah, because that story is NC-17. That's an NC-17 story. And let's just say it involved a, a man hiker. It, uh, or, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. A little uh, gentleman on Sasquatch action. <laughs> anyway Sasquatch on dude action Uh, like I said so I got the we're not we're not talking about we're not talking about that we're not talking about that so the ram there back to the ram he's looking at me and and he starts pawing the ground oh my and that's not not a good thing and making eye contact this is not looking like a scared ram and then he starts going towards me Oh, my goodness. And so I have my bear spray out, and I, the bear spray, and if you've ever used bear spray. No, I have so not it used makes, bear spray. It makes a noise, so the oh. noise scared the ram, oh. and then it, it the big cloud, again, I'm gesticulating here for you guys, this big cloud <laughs> big <word's> <laughs> of red pepper spray goes up in the air, oh. which forms it, like a cloud, like you can like see almost oh a barrier. Oh, my gosh, it sounds like a superpower, like it, it has like, like, yeah. like a barrier. Yeah, yeah, so you can, like, you know, you can imagine that the ram can see that there's something there. Of course, you know, they can smell it and all that and he did a quick turn and headed away from us and the pepper spray went, went right in your eyes <laughs> into our eyes <laughs> actually as i was doing it john's like no the wind <laughs> time slowed down <laughs> ah! so then we go trucking on down down the path you know ah it's all in our eyes and our nose and the girls are telling oh my gosh why'd you do that but so since it's a glacier there's all this water that's going Mm. down on this hill so it was not very far and we found a a waterfall thing and we all got in there and and got our face Uh washed off and i had bandana you know i always have like my 10 essentials i got all the stuff so you know we got kind of cleaned up and it it took another half an hour for it to really leave our system we didn't get a direct hit Uh but it was it was pretty unpleasant but to this day, the girls think I am the biggest hero for saving oh. us from, from the ram. Oh. Yes. So we're, we're going to go with that version of the story. Versus, And honestly, I mean, you know, I know animals. I'm a veterinarian. That guy was going to charge us. Wow. He was going to charge us. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting running with a vet because I'll see some dog and I'll be like, oh, and we'll go past it. And I'll be like, oh, that's such a cute dog. You're like, yeah, you didn't want to pet that dog. <laughs> like, you just like read the animal's behavior and be like, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, there have been a few times I'm like, OK, we're going over there. Mm-hmm. We're, we're crossing the street. Yeah, we're making a wide berth on this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We oh got surprised God. by that one German Shepherd. Remember, we were going down. The guy had the German Shepherd on the leash. Oh. And it, it like it didn't see us until we were right on it. And, oh, oh, I yeah. mean, if he didn't have a good hold of that leash, he would have got us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have you yeah. ever been bit by a dog on a run? Um, I have not. I don't know if you heard Dimity talking about, you know, she got yeah. bit on vacation in, in Arizona recently. Yeah. yeah. I was bit once. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I think, no, I I mean, I've definitely been like, um, it's a dog has, has come after me for sure. Okay. Well, so here's what you do. Now you okay. tell me this is what you do. So I was running through a dog park, which was. A, uh, perhaps not your best move. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So I've. But you're saying the dog park might have been like at Irving Park. It's it's a part of it. And there's a trail around it. You weren't yeah. running through the middle of the park. No. And, yeah. and it's an area to, where I'm at work. It was an area I could run, you know, mm. to, to go to do a run. I have limited oper- places mm-hmm. to run out where I work. So I was running at lunch and I'd run through there before. Without any incident. So I was going through the, the dog park, you know, on, on the road there. And this dog runs up to me and I can tell, tell it's aggressive. And so what you do is you stop. You mm-hmm. don't make eye contact and you stop. Mm-hmm. And the dog, I had a running skirt on and he, he grabbed my skirt and started, started pulling my skirt. And then just don't move. And mm. then put your hands up around your, your neck. Mm-hmm. So, again, uh-huh. you're, you're not flailing. You're not doing anything. And you're protecting yourself. So if it gets you down, you've got your hands on your neck. But just stand there and don't make eye contact. And the owner came and got the dog off. And, and I actually started to move. And the dog went for me again. Wow. She had, on, had a handle on it then. But, uh, yeah. So just what you tell kids is just be like a tree. Just stop. Put your hands on your neck. Don't make eye contact. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, be for like him, a wait for him to leave. I yeah. like that. I, that. That's a good tip that can be remembered. <clears throat> and be, yeah, right. And so also that's good because putting the um, crossing your arms over your chest and putting your hands one on top of the other on your throat then achieves two things. It, it protects your throat, mm-hmm. which um, is not a good place for a dog to bite. You know, if it lunges at, you don't want biting there. But also then it helps you be a little smaller and yes. be tree-like. Right. With and no branches. Gives you, and they're not going to grab your arms, too, because mm-hmm. they're up around your neck. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, good advice. Thank you, Molly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, let's take a quick break to hear from a partner or two. And when we come back, we'll talk about our thoughts as we start marathon training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you push your stroller while running, you're going to want to roll over to Aptive because that fitness app just introduced a slew of stroller workouts. Like all the workouts on Aptive, these stroller ones meld the motivational and technical guidance of a trainer with fresh, fun playlists. Aptive stroller workouts are appropriate for all fitness levels, and they combine strength moves, walking, light running, and plyometrics. These are workouts designed to help you heal and strengthen your muscles postpartum. Strength training options include stroller plyo and stroller strength 20. I will try to get through the alliteration (laughs) or opt for the stroller strong vibes stretching workout. Woo! Made it. Woo! Okay. Not a stroller pushing mother runner? Choose from Aptiv's other music filled workouts like ones for indoor cycling, yoga, strength training, treadmill running, and elliptical. Aptiv is a subscription based app that's usually $9.99 a month or $99.99 per year, but Aptiv is offering mother runners a free month of service. Sign up at Aptiv.com and enter code AMR30. Then discover all the workouts Aptiv delivers. Again, use code AMR30 at Aptiv.com. That's A-A-P-T-I-V.com with code AMR30. Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, And each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash AMR when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash AMR. All right, Molly, we are now members of, official members of the Train Like a Mother Club. Yes. <laughs> yeah, do we have like a secret handshake or something? <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, downloaded all this, well, whatever, got logged into yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. I am so impressed with the plan. Oh my goodness. And I'm not just saying that as a commercial. Yeah. You know, I got on there. I'm like, I've got the written copy. I've signed up for the Strava group. I signed up for the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I know. So yeah. So you get it as a PDF. Yeah. And then you also did you, you sign in for Strava, right? I signed in for Strava. Right. And I signed in for and Facebook signed up group. for Training Peaks. Yep. Yep. Because then Training Peaks. Now I'm all excited because then we're going to get that email you know, that tells us, you know, so on Saturday, I think mm-hmm. if it's set up, you set up the um, features in your um, training peaks. I know that I get it the day before. And so it'll tell me what I'm doing Sunday. And I think Monday, mm-hmm. it'll tell the next two days. So I can kind of plan ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it's kind of belts and suspenders. You got the PDF. I'm not going to print it out. Are you going to print it out? Yeah, I just did. I like, oh, did. I like to have it in front of me. Oh, are you going to put stickers on it? No, like I'm not a sticker person. Um, Alice on our Facebook page, she no, always that's puts always stickers. So wonderful that people do that stuff. I, you know, I can't do anything. I like also that. would like it would be week seventeen. It's an eighteen week mm-hmm. plan, and I'd be like, oh no, I haven't put a sticker on since week twelve. Um, yeah, you know, I got high school graduations for Lucy, and I, I thought, oh, what do we need those name cards for? Because I hadn't remembered that she put the name card in there. So I'm like writing the name. <laughs> you know, all these creative things are. That's the way. That's the way I roll. <laughs> and then we ran into each other on the way into the collage. Yeah, because I got a creative. Store. I got a stamp, and then I'm writing on the. On the st- I know. <laughs> um, Jenny, who my best friend who's yeah. visiting, is so creative, and she's like, "Well, you could have done this. You could." I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, you're like, "Yeah, that would take an effort." Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's uh, so I like that. Okay, so you're gonna have it printed out, mm-hmm. and I will have be particularly paying close attention to it on Training Peaks. Um, I'm sure you noticed the first day is a rest day. <laughs> That's a good way to start. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how are you feeling? So we are on the. Um, 
marathon crush it plan crush the distance brought to you by noon and um so it is we chose it i talked about this on the podcast i think with dim about why we chose the crush it because you really want to have the 320 milers i do mm-hmm and um and so do you oh no you I don't do. not so um, much no i do i do because I, I feel that i know that you feel underprepared when yeah. you follow along on my plants that only have perhaps one 20 miler for me it's because i like going on the long runs and so i was like um oh, i didn't get to go on that one that went out you know on the cross peninsula trail and then up around so i like being able to like plan those 20 milers uh-huh. and really see things on my while i'm on my feet uh-huh. Well, then you got three of them. Yeah, right. So, and we're all yeah. excited because we're going to go up um, Terwilliger. We have a plan. Remember that? That um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there's a hill. Because, so, yes. Yeah, so, there's a hill in Twin Cities Marathon from about mile 21 to 25. If you watched the um, uh, Facebook Live event, I talked about it in that. And so that, uh, so, yeah, Terwilliger is a good here in Portland. It uh, is a long, steady climb. And then we're going to take lift home from there. <laughs> From the yeah, top. I love it. I think it's a great idea. And there's even a drinking fountain. There the is a drinking fountain up there at the pilot. Is that it called the chart house? The pilot house? Yeah, have you ever been there? So I have never been. It's no. an it's an old established restaurant. It's been there forever. It's got a great view. I've never been there either. Oh, I would assume the food is um not great by no, Portland nobody standards. Nobody talks about it. Yeah, no. Except no. for I guess I didn't even realize it was actually a functioning view. restaurant. Yeah, Alex, you ever been there? Which restaurant? Chart house. Chart house up at the top of Terwilliger in Southwest, up past OS OHSU. Is it possible it's a private club? Maybe. It might be. It might be. And this reminds me, Alex. Burger, though. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Oh, Jack's been there. He likes that place. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we were going to talk about breaking two with you, Alex. Once, oh, yeah. once again, we have not done that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So we're going to take a lift from there. So, But you're excited to do 320. You're excited to do 20 milers, aren't you? That's a sentence <laughs> right there, Molly. Yeah. Um, because? Well, because I always feel like. You know, when we do the first one, I'm like, oh, okay, that was really, really hard. And I always feel like I want to redo. Mm, like, I want to okay. say, oh, okay, well, how will it feel another day? Because I get real nervous about, like, I've, I've done it. Oh, that was terrible. You know, how's the marathon going to go? And it's so close to then taper mm. that I like to know, oh, I've got a couple more redos to kind of get the feel for this and mm-hmm. get into the pace of it and the mental toughness of it and all sure. that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I also enjoy, I, I mean, we've had just had some wonderful chats on those long ones yep. because they're so long and they're so exhausting. It's like, you know, your mind goes to all these different places and you drift back in the past. I mean, don't you think? Oh yeah. We've that had you're, some really that you're, that you're interesting like, talks. Oh, why did that topic come up? Yeah. And, and there's, there doesn't have to be a filter. Cause you're like, just keep talking. Just right. keep talking. I don't know. Stream of consciousness. Just keep going. I'll often say that to you. I'm going to give you the long version. Yeah. Cause we're on a long run. Yeah. Right. You get the long version because when do you get the long version? Yeah. Nobody has time for the long version. Nobody has except, time for the long version. I like that. Except on the run. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I do it solo, uh, I always, um, yeah, well, you have these thoughts that go through your mind. And uh, I remember, like, I was mad at somebody on a run, and I was, like, going going over and over and over in my mind. And I thought, uh, you know, never cross a woman who is training for a marathon because she's got way too much time to plot and think about things. You know, <laughs> just, you know, I'm going to come home from this one. I got a plan, man. <laughs> I'm writing that down. I think that might have to be a t-shirt for us. Yeah. <laughs> never cross a woman who's training for a marathon. Yeah. Never cross a woman with this much time to think. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Cause we will have time. Oh. To, we will have time to think on this. Cause we, then we start city planning and you know, we go into all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, well, what if the civil war went this way? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How are we going to, you know, dispose of bodies? If you were to kill somebody, where would you put them? And how would you manage? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're do not I... the only ones that think these things. Right, right. Do I really want to be composted instead of uh, <laughs> cremated? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That kind of stuff, too. Um, yeah, so we will have some time because there's also, I mean, so the highest mileage week is um, 48 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, um, the good thing That's about not too bad, you know, I, For the highest say, mileage. I think so too. Um, yeah. so that, um, and particularly because so that's week 15 and so, you know, three weeks before the marathon, I also like that it's a totally straight up vanilla 20 to 25 miles. There's no special cause the other ones, oh. the first 20 miler is strong hills, which mean I had to look that one up. That is, um, 
footnote number 10. And what it means is, um, so 20 miles strong hills would be you find a hilly route. And when you come to a hill, charge at it at about 80 percent. Eight zero percent. Who wrote this thing? <laughs> I might the, get on that, Amanda. The complaining will start now. <laughs> Switch to bitch mode now. Click. <laughs> uh, recovering on the downhill. If you're on a treadmill, adjust the incline up to five to six percent every up. Uh, yeah, up to five to six percent every one and a half to two miles, and run forty five seconds at about eighty percent effort level. So I'm taking that as as our guide that. Because I th- I read that and I think about, are we supposed to run Terwilliger, which probably is a three mile long hill at 80% effort? <laughs> she doesn't mean that. No, no, no. So she's meaning, you know, uh, about 45 seconds. Okay. So, 45 seconds. We yeah. can do that. Okay. Yeah, we can seconds. do that. And five to 6%, which we discovered is not as steep as one thinks it is. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that um, because we were supposed to find, when we did that long, those long hill repeats, we were supposed to find a hill that was what? Um, I think at four or five percent, and we ended up choosing one that was like eight or nine yeah, percent. We so totally hosed ourselves. How do you tell? Do you look at an app to know? You could look at you could look back over your GPS data. Okay. So or you know go on um, you could go on Strava I guess and see it. Can maybe? you get out a protractor and figure it out? I suppose you could, couldn't you? <laughs> you sure? Well, I mean that we could make it for my kid's project or something. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. Or we just put one on the ground and be like, okay. Like, oh, look you know at what that. I, mean? just I get see a piece what you're of paper saying. And say, like, what that looks oh, like. How did Molly get run over? Well, she was down <laughs> on the ground with a protractor <laughs> and one of those half moon plastic things that looks like a rising sun. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll put it in my pack when we run. Do we <laughs> sure, get there? Be like, sure. Okay. Um, so, where we are. Um, so, yeah, so we have that. And that, so that's one of the. Um, 20 milers and then we have let's see i've gone too far down i've looked at the prehab routine the other 20 miler has um uh race pace i think race pace let's see where is it now um strong hills i'm not finding it oh yeah and i like the strength workouts that they're really simple mm-hmm. uh and I, I looked at uh mk's video before mm-hmm. I came over, cute video. Her daughter, her oh, child is in there crawling in there. Oh, funny! Very cute. But yeah. Um. So yeah. So the other twenty miler has a strong finish of ten minutes. Mm, so okay. we can do ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. And it's, and it's at the end. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good idea now. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Um, so, but it does have a lot of those sneaky longer midweek runs. She has them on Tuesday. Coach Amanda has them on Tuesday. Because you don't quite realize it until you're like, well, wait a minute. If it's a two-mile warm-up and then it's a four-mile, sorry, two-mile warm-up, four-mile main piece, and then two-mile cool-down, that's eight miles, people. Two plus four plus two. Yep. Yep. You, I saw you roll your eyes mm-hmm. back to see if I was actually doing the math right. So, yeah, I mean, there's week after week after week. So, I think that will be the more challenging yeah. workout than the long weekend. To get up runs. early. What are you going to do about the cross-training? What are we going to do about the cross training? I know I, what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay. You tell me. Oh, well, no, you tell me first. Because okay. I might change my mind. <laughs> I might say, oh, I might no, that's not So looking at the training plan, it has rest day on Monday, um, an <sighs> optional rest or cross training on Friday. Um, I... Um, like to, I like to take that strength training, hour-long strength training class on Mondays, and then I do like bar on Thursdays. So I feel I'm going to keep those two for now. I'm going to keep those two in place. And not have a rest day? Oh, you'll um, just no, have I'll have Monday. a rest day. Uh, take a probably rest day on Friday. Oh, so rearrange the schedule a little bit? Re- juggle the, yeah. All the, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, and your thoughts? Uh, Well, I would like to do the spin class, but you think that's too much cardio? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're going to need any more cardio. I know, but I don't want to run. I don't want to run. And I could go swimming, but I hate getting my hair wet. Oh, well, and well, we have to consider that. We want to go swimming every Sunday. So we could... uh... We could run when we're there because Sunday's pretty easy. Like it's like I'm looking at week nine, for instance, and it's easy three miles plus that um, the super short strength conditioning or whatever ssc stands for and it's only five minutes so we could bring our yoga mats and do that on the grass near the uh-huh. pond 
because we have done strength training before. So we're going to have to rearrange it again. So it's a rest. No, well, training? so no, we could do we could swim uh-huh. and then run three miles. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You're like uh huh, uh huh, <laughs> and then do the strength training. I mean, it's pretty up there. It's in you know, it's a place we don't normally get to run. You don't want because I think it's important to have that pounding uh-huh. the day after the long run. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Then can I swap out a cross training day? Just say, hey, I did it. I did it with the swim. Sure. sure. Yeah. Sure, well, there is no, that. there's no, um, I could just make it a rest day. Well, yeah, because on like Friday it says rest or cross train. Right. So, so yeah, cause I do want to do some biking cause I've got some bike rides mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. Well, I could do some spin to start with and then maybe, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's the thing that, that there is a sense. I think, I feel that the, you feel like the handcuffs of a training plan, yeah. if we want to be really, um, dire about it feel tightest when you first start a training plan and then once you get in it it's sort of like a pair of jeans you don't know how you're going to get into them and then once you get into them they're, 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 they're more comfortable than you anticipated them being they're not they're not they're, they're too tight around the waist yeah, right then they loosen up a little around the waist and it feels okay uh-huh. the crotch doesn't quite like, ride up you know the wedgie drops down uh, <sighs> So because it is, it's going to be a big change for us. We have, I haven't been on a training plan since July of last year when mm-hmm. I did, which seems like an eternity ago, when I did that, uh, tried to set a PR for 10K and you've done a couple of races since then, but you haven't trained for them no. per se. They were, mm-hmm. they were 10Ks. And we haven't done any speed work. We have not done any speed work, but yet somehow we've gotten faster over the past couple months. Yeah. I think we've stopped shying away from hills. Mm. I... Th- <laughs> We walk up a fair amount of hills. <laughs> Just the super big ones, but I've been taking, I mean, uh, well, I gotta say on a lot, on, when I don't run with you, I don't go up all that many big, big hills, but mm-hmm. I definitely do a lot of long, slow climbing. Like I'll climb up from the river or I'll do, there's been a couple hills. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and we always head north and that's up a hill for us, no matter mm-hmm. which way we go. Yeah, I guess. But, but there is a lot of, I'm pleased the plan has a lot of um, hill work in it mm-hmm. which is good for a race like twin cities because yeah. it does have some hills in it and we don't have any big time goals or we don't have any time goals we don't have any time goals we're gonna just uh train and yeah i mean i have I, a good uh, time and i mean i do the I, best we can i'm gonna throw it down i mean i guess i'd like to finish in 420 or under Ooh, look at you yeah All so right. you don't have you don't have that well now that you said it <laughs> <laughs> i want to do it in 419 <laughs> It's like the price is right for, for marathon training. There's just there's not a lot of competition. But I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. I'm just really concerned how my knee is going to do. My knee feels great today, and mm-hmm. it's not my other knee that's bothering me, which isn't. Oh, it's not the bad knee. I so I, I'm feeling really really good so far, and I I want to do it. That's my goal to get to the. Mm-hmm. Starting line, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's certainly the goal. That is. Yeah. That's the that's the goal. Yeah. And and I want to take the pressure off myself to like, hey, if I want to take a hike, it's not the end of the world if I miss something and I do mm-hmm. something else. Or if I want to mm-hmm. take a bike ride, it's not the end of the world because I do have a, a fun summer planned with yeah some camping and hiking and biking and some things like that. Right. And we'll be training with Lane somewhat over the summer. Your oldest yes, daughter. Yes, she's going to sign up for the Portland Marathon, and Lucy just said today that she wants to sign up for the portland half marathon oh yeah and she wants to which is one of the most expensive half marathons in the world good thing she's got a job oh i mean seriously like but it's a nice race and it'll be so fun if they're both in it together it would and... be because does the half marathon start this? i when i ran portland marathon they didn't have a half uh or i didn't know it, i wasn't it, cognizant well i don't it. know i don't know i don't know who starts first but uh-huh. yeah okay but they start them all together maybe, maybe they start there them was. all together Maybe there was. I think they do start them all together. And then, like, the half people, they turn around. <laughs> they do. They don't yeah. go the whole way? No. <laughs> no, they don't. Race organizer, yeah. Molly McWilliams-Williams. Because <laughs> I remember running the marathon and being like, oh, they can turn around. <laughs> see, hey, can I go see, with they're, you? They're heading back. That's sounding all right. Um, so, and that'll be the week after our race. So I you know. So, be... I'll be done. Yep. And I can just... And yeah, I've been, I don't think I've told you this. I've been thinking that it seems foolish that another mother runner is not at the Portland Marathon Expo. So I am thinking oh, that I will... Um, Bring a chair? <laughs> but I'll be, I'm <laughs> thinking. That. It's not definite, but I'm thinking I'm going to try to get to the Expo and have a booth there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, ju- it also seems like a great 
A lot of mother runners do it. It's a it's a great race. It is a great race, and it's a great time of year. It's always beautiful. It is. In Portland it is. Well, and in Portland's the most wonderful place in the world. So maybe um, Bellingham. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe Ogden. I had a really nice time in Ogden last weekend. Oh, and when Jenny was here, she was talking about Ogden and Utah and how much fun she had there. Yeah. Yeah. And and we were talking about your, yeah, yeah that your I have there. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, and all the parks that are there. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. We're supposed to go to Ohio um, this summer because oh. I was going to go see Jenny again and then, and also see family. Um, but it might not work out for oh. going back to Ohio. And so that's in mm. sort of my backup plan is maybe oh, go to going Utah. to Utah. Maybe. Oh, it's such a beautiful, it is such a beautiful state. When my, um, John Shea, my first husband, and I, uh, when we we're engaged, first engaged, we drove from Connecticut to San Francisco and spent about two and a half, three weeks doing it, uh, driving. Um, and, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> We were newly engaged. And uh, um, so, and at the time, at the end, when it was done, I thought, oh, you know, except for California, where was our landing point, um, I thought that Pennsylvania and Utah were the most beautiful states. Um, and Pennsylvania and Utah. Very different states, That's obviously. A dichotomy, huh? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, well, Pennsylvania was just so lush and beautiful yeah. and very, I find rolling hills very pleasant to look yeah. at. And there's a lot of those. And, uh, but then Utah is so starkly beautiful and you know if you unless you live in utah you know you're not at home there's tissues over there if your know, eyes are once again watering i i think it's i put sunscreen on oh and i think it's getting in my eyes did you not do follow dimity's advice of balls down from the balls <laughs> down? <laughs> but what about my forehead i mean because i'm done running so i put put it on and i'm, I'm never very careful about this <laughs> you know i got it all in my eyes Okay, I will be more careful. Okay, and uh, um, I think down. we definitely, yeah, oh, that's definitely, Dimity said it once on the podcast, from balls down, balls, from the balls down. Um, and, oh my gosh, so I'll sometimes tell my kids that and they just howl with laughter about that. Um, so, yeah, but you wear actual sunscreen, not just moisturizer with SPF? It's oil of Olay with the oh, yeah. SPF 15, sure. but uh, normally I get the one that doesn't have the scent and I got the one with the scent, so maybe that one's bothering mm. my eyes more than the other one. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Or maybe, it's maybe it's I've crossed over to the watery eye age. I don't know, I, but I, I'm pretty sure it's a sunscreen. Or maybe it's just talking about Utah is getting y'all teary. Natural <laughs> beauty, it's so gorgeous. Um, but it is the fir- uh, I went to Southern Utah for the first time I ever went to Utah, and oh my goodness, Bryce and Zion mm. are mind blowing. Mm, just, nice. I mean, really, you know, you really feel that you are part of something bigger than yourself in those places. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really amazing. Um, connecting to nature is such an important thing isn't it it is it is indeed so and we'll be doing a lot of that this summer as we run yeah (laughs) for the marathon so yeah i'm just so impressed with the plan and all the support and i can't wait to be on the facebook group and you know complain with other people and yeah i I just (laughs) and cheer and support with other people of course of course um and you know had i not known about this through you i would be delighted to find this plan and at 80 bucks for the plan i mean that's, i know it is a deal it's a deal i was actually surprised by how i mean i realize it's my business but i was like 80 bucks that's a total bargain yeah and then also as i well know swag gets shipped to you because i'm the yeah i'm the swag gal yeah uh, so you know you get close to you get a pair of belega socks that are like 15 dollars socks you get noon Stroop waffle, sweat export detergent. Um, sometimes you get a bar in there if we have one. Um, oh, this one, if you register soon enough, you get a really cute um, noon sweatband. Oh. Uh, kind of aqua blue. It's very cute. Oh. Uh, limit, they are limited supplies, so re- register early. Mm. Um, Is noon still making grape flavored? They sure do. Oh, good. I just saw it in my Facebook Live event oh, yesterday. The best flavor. Oh, all right. I, I'm, that's Kara Goucher's favorite flavor. Um, mm-hmm. Plus speedy people, we like that. Right, right. <laughs> with brunettes with ponytails. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's your there's your tie to Kara Goucher. Uh, so I mean, uh, so yeah, so I mean that's like t- almost twenty five bucks worth of swag right yeah. there. So you know you're basically all, I don't know. Do the math for me. You're you know sixty five. No, sixty. I don't no, know sixty five. Yeah, but Something. then but you get all that fifty five that support. You know to to talk to other people. I oh, mean, I know you, you get a webinar with Coach <clears throat> Amanda. Because I was like, after a run, I want to talk to somebody about it. Nobody wants to hear about your run, right? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> but then you've got somebody to talk about it. Right. It's, it's like the joke about CrossFit. How do you know somebody does CrossFit? They tell you. <laughs> like, how do you know somebody's straight right? They don't tell you. Now you've got somebody that might actually be interested. And that, and you know, you and I get to talk about that, right? We and if you, if you don't have a, a running partner, then you just left out in the cold without anybody to talk to about it. I know. Because nobody else cares, people. <laughs> That's what another mother runner is here for to yeah, care exactly, and to listen. Exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun adventure and we are going to be on that Facebook page a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dimity has tapped us to be in charge of that Facebook page. And uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> you didn't read that in the fine print <laughs> <laughs> and the Strava group. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be an adventure and it starts on Sunday for us or Sunday. Yeah. Well, uh, well I don't know. It's it it so was Monday's a rest day. Monday's a rest day, so it starts. Well, but rest is, rest well, is an important part of the program. But you don't want to rest on Monday. You want to rest on Friday. Although uh, rest is um, that day is I, I start I travel so much next week. It's gonna be a, a crapshoot next week. So and I'll be I'll still be in Bend. So okay, well we'll talk later about how we're gonna arrange the first. We, week. Yeah, I know. I can tell you're already. <laughs> I have a feeling we're probably gonna be running on Monday. Okay. Well, I'm in I'm in Bend. Oh. I'll yeah. be running on Monday. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. All right. right. All right. Well, so let's, um, speaking of Dimity, let's hear from Dimity over in the Train Like a Mother Club. Hello, hello, Dimity. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in there because I am saying hi to myself. I meant to say hello, hello, Mother Runners. This is Dimity, but, you know, it's always good to greet yourself every once in a while, right? Hi, Dimity. How are you doing today? Um, anyway, I am here with your Train Like a Mother Club Corner uh, on this Memorial Day Eve weekend, something like that. Not sure I can put my words in the right order today, so maybe I should just get to the post. Uh, It comes from Heidi, who is in the Heart Rate Half Marathon Challenge, and she writes, My youngest came home with a summer running program from the cross-country coach. She ran cross-country... Yeah, this is that kind of day, so you know what? This is bloopers and all, we're hanging in there. She ran cross-country last year as a 7th grader, but wants to train more over the summer to improve. So we talked about running... So we talked about her running with me a few mornings a week. I looked at the sheet more closely to see that the coach put out a challenge, coaches and parents versus the team. I pointed this out to my daughter. She groaned, not fair, you are training for a half. I just smiled at her. I am excited to run with her. Hope your Memorial Day weekend includes a couple miles, whether that's in the pool, on the bike, on a run with your daughter, you know, to the ice cream shop, wherever it happens to be. I hope you guys have a great weekend and I will see you again next week. So Molly left. She went to Trader Joe's as she saw and Fred Meyer, which she so often does after she leaves because she does Wednesday is a day off for her of um, she doesn't work on Wednesdays. So but Alex, you and I keep forgetting to talk about breaking two. During yeah. the podcast. Yeah. And by the way, this is my first time actually on the oh, mic of this show so, in... So thank you. Four years? Four, has it been four years? Four years? Five years? You said like an English person. Has it been four years? Has it been four years? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I did watch Victorian Slumhouse last night, so it's fresh. Okay, so that's three weeks in a row, four weeks in a row that show's come up? Because <laughs> there's only one episode left. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah. So, Alex, have you really... Because the show's been on since 2011. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I think I started on it twenty thirteen. I think you did twenty fourteen, maybe somewhere. No, I think I think Jonah was only the producer for. Oh no, because we had um. It was twenty fourteen. Todd. It was twenty fourteen. About a year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So all right. Yes. So welcome, Alex Ward, producer of the show. So you got to do special. You had a special connection to the Breaking Two program. Yeah. Well, I got to do the. Are you allowed um, to talk about now? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I got to do the, I helped with some of the field recording. So um, yeah, we explain what Breaking 2 is. Yeah, Breaking 2 was Nike had sort of crafted this big project to see if they could break the two hour barrier, uh, time the- barrier for the marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, this wasn't like an official public race. It was a closed course. They had special shoes. They had uh, a team, the team of pacers, and all this sort of stuff. So it wasn't. It didn't look like a normal marathon. The idea was, let's just see if, given optimal conditions, a human can run twenty six miles. Under right, and there were only three dudes who were in contention guys. to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Elliot Kipchoge, uh, Lalisa Decisa, and Zersene. To, oh, oh, I almost got all three of their names. Oh, I know. I was impressed. You, uh, you're on it. You're well because I got to meet them. So that's what. Okay. This project was so Runners World was one of two media companies kind of granted exclusive access before mm-hmm. they'd even announced it. It was mm-hmm. Wired and uh, Runner's World. And mm-hmm. Runner's World's based in um, 
Emmaus, Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. And so they had contacted me to help with some of the field recording when they sent David Willey, the editor-in-chief there, to the Nike campus here in Portland Mm -hmm. to interview all the athletes and kind of get an inside look at how they were training these athletes and setting Mm -hmm. them up for uh, the best chance they could have. And so I, I got to kind of be there at Nike in what they call the innovation kitchen mm-hmm. where they're like do, have all these labs. It just looks like a science lab in there. Mm-hmm. And I sort of helped with all the field recording. I got to meet and, and help interview all three of those athletes. And so I was particularly interested to see how it went because right. they did it. I think the first week of May. It was, it was, um, wait, where was I? Yes, it was because mm-hmm. I was in Eugene. Yeah. And, um, so yes, it was a Friday night here in the States. It was Saturday morning there in um in italy Monza, italy yeah mm-hmm. when i was on a formula one track it was it was that was just they had chosen it it was so intriguing to hear how they chose it because it had um woods around it mm-hmm. so there it was broken from the wind and that they predicted the temperatures would be pretty good i guess that some marathon experts said they thought it would be better if it was a little cooler but i guess african runners get very um, cold easily. I mean, they have no fat. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think they were taking in mind who the racers were going to be. Yeah. And all three of them were from East Africa. And so, right. but you know, like Dennis Cometo, who had the, who still has the world record in the uh, you marathon. You know your stuff, man. Well, it's from this project, but mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he did that in Berlin. And mm-hmm. so they were finding these certain parts of Europe were kind of these perfect, you know, 50 some degrees, mm-hmm. you know, no wind. It was like these, these kind of low elevation, low so elevation like almost level, uh-huh, low uh, and on the course, not that much elevation gain and, mm-hmm. and loss. And so this was, they sort of had identified this perfect area and here's the three most promising runners who were Nike athletes, of course. Right. So, and Eliud Kipchoge was, you know, he was sort of the, the last man standing once it all went down. Mm-hmm. Right, and so that in case people didn't hear, he missed it by 26 seconds because, yeah, which, yes, do the math, that is one second per mile um, in the marathon, and so, yes, he ran a, uh, the official time was two hours, 25 seconds, yeah. which was a, P, uh, you know, like human PR by more than two minutes, so, um, so uh, that's, and that's a significant percentage of time to take off from a, from the um, Dennis's record in Berlin. Yeah. Um, I'm only saying his first name cause I couldn't say his last name. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I saw them when they were doing these VO two max tests oh, on in, the in the lab. Yeah. On the treadmills mm-hmm. to see kind of what their breathing efficiency was. Um, they put them up to the pace of a two hour marathon a few times. And so I was mm-hmm. like watching them run that and like, I'm a, I'm a pretty fast guy. I can sprint pretty quickly. And I felt like I would have to be at a near sprint this entire time. I mean, these guys are so efficient with their stride and their runs that it oh, probably right. didn't look like if you put me up there, I'd just be like, you, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, right. Cause it's a four thirty four pace. Is I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Yeah. Which, which is, which obviously. Yeah. And insane. also, Kipchoge, the thing that real so I watched the whole thing on my phone, which I just finally realized. Like, I did too. Why didn't I had my laptop in the hotel room with me? Like, why <laughs> didn't I open my laptop? And thankfully, I was on. I think I was on Wi-Fi. Or now I'm starting to realize maybe that's why Jack said we're totally out of data for the month. Um, <laughs> oops. <laughs> um, must be those kids watching that YouTube. Uh, so uh, blaming on the kids, right? <laughs> Dang kids. Uh, um, so yeah. Oh, I mean, so and I had been at the expo all day, and it didn't start. I mean, lucky for us here in, on the West Coast, it started at I think 9:45 at night. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but it was, you know, two hours later and then, so Wired can go to sleep. Um, but the thing about, the thing that most struck me was how composed Chip Kogi's, Kip Chogi's face was. I know. Until mile 24 and a half when finally he opened his mouth. Yeah. He didn't drop his jaw down to the track. He just mm-hmm. mildly opened it so that maybe a little more air could get in. Like that. And just, he had to complete, like they always tell you, you know, relax your face, relax your face. I mean, that man's face, there was not a single muscle engaged. It was just serene. I I thought he, I mean, I was watching along and I was like, they they zoomed in on his face with, you know, a Mm -hmm. couple miles or like two or three miles to go. And I was like, he's going to do it. Like that looks, the look on his face, he had a little smile. He was totally relaxed. He was like, I'm I'm doing this. And uh, to be 25 seconds short. Yeah. I definitely thought that that it was hard to, and and I think um, who was it they were having commentate at that point? Was Kevin it, Hart. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I mean, well, well Paula Radcliffe, who is the oh. world record record holder for women in the marathon, um, and she, I think it was her, Paula who said, "Oh, you can't really tell whether it's a smile or a grimace." Mm. And I thought it kind of alternated between a smile and a grimace. Yeah. Like I was like, "Oh no, that's a smile. Oh, oh, grimace, grimace, smile." Uh huh. I mean, he was still able to 
have an interview right after. He didn't. No, come, like, you and I thought the exact collapse. same things. Uh, Alex, you and I are of one mind, <laughs> despite our the difference in age and gender. I thought the same thing. It's like Height. he's, <laughs> yeah, he's talking. He is Kipchoge was talking to Paula Radcliffe afterwards. He wasn't doubled over. Yeah. He wasn't panting like yeah. you know. I don't even think his hands went on his knees. <laughs> right. Oh no, no. And he, um, I also loved Bernard Lagat, one of the pacers, who is such a just looks like such a dear man and i mm-hmm. hear good things about him that he was turning in the final mile turning around and encouraging him yeah and he was one of the pacers and that you know before that they were like they honestly were like the blue angels in formation it in was that, amazing to watch them oh, in and out that was yeah. the coolest thing i thought because they formed like a three would form a point like an arrow and then there'd be a straight line behind and then at these certain points the straight line would move up and become the point and a new straight line would move in and it was with such precision. And they supposedly had not been practicing for months. Like they had one practice session. I heard it didn't go very well. Jeez. I, yeah, that I didn't know. Yeah. You no. could have fooled me. Oh, I mean, it was like a pit crew, it seemed, that practiced. And then, I guess, so then they would have, I guess, 27 or 28 minutes off. But when they, the thing, when they joined in, they went from a stop to a 434 mile. Yeah. I, I was just like, whoa. I'd be like, hey, can we take a break here? Oh. Uh, um so i mean now afterwards you know you're hearing all sorts of i mean there's a lot of talk about how clean it all was and you know that type of and and i'm a pollyanna so i'm choosing really not to listen to that very much sure have you read any of the coverage about it i haven't no i I just watched it yeah because that uh you know um runner's world did a big thing about alberto and how oh that oh all that yeah yeah with that one and but it does i mean i've heard a lot of talk about breaking too and i just kind of like oh i don't want to do do a deep dive into that topic but it is um it is disheartening to think about if alberto's athletes are are dirty right yeah i i'm not i don't know enough about that world i mean i have a i have a friend who was a you know pro runner for a while and so Mm -hmm. he he has a lot of thoughts about it but i you know i'm not uh yeah well because i'm one of those people that thought lance was clean until the very end oh yeah right and uh, everyone's dirty. Everyone's dirty in that level of cycling. So it's like, whatever. But not to excuse it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a, That's not what this podcast is. Right. <laughs> Mother runners, we're a clean bunch. Uh. Yeah. yeah. That's a huge scandal. The noon has been spiking our uh, tablets. And right. Every AMR tribe member is dirty. Like all those medals have to be sent back. Right. Right. Even the participatory even the, ones. Even, yeah. Even the, the ones last place finish. Get. Yeah. Right. Right. Nope. Take it away. Oh, my God. Goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for joining, Alex. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so, and if you enjoy our podcast, Alex and I would both appreciate it greatly if you would give us a review on iTunes um, and maybe write a short little snippet about why you like it. Um, it really helps other listeners find our show. And like I said, we greatly appreciate it. Our podcast is a member of the ACAST network, and our show today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward. What? From, what? <laughs> from sounds like pictures many happy miles to you